0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's GW Gross, the heartthrob. I'm here to tell you about DraftKings.com. Your season-long fantasy football lineup is locked in and ready for action, but you don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. That's crazy. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want, and turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. Pretty easy. You've never experienced football like this. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to big time. Guys, listen. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code SPREAKER to play for free for a shot at a part of winning $10 million in Sunday's Millionaire Maker event. Enter SPREAKER, that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, for a free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. Remember, that's DraftKings.com. This is Greg Smith, Big Ten college football writer for FoxSports.com, and you're
1: tuned in to the Earnestly Speaking Podcast.
2: The Earnestly Speaking Podcast is a show that is founded on free flowing conversation and may at times venture into mature subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Earnestly Speaking Podcast.
0: Let's get it. I'm a giant in New York, in Miami, carry heat. So much more in store, my product can flood the street. Opinion Nation Godfather, CEO. Off in the late 90s, gon' see me blow. Oh! Got my hustle on, no imitation of bad. Army of Untouchables, opinionation staff. Never an off season, homie. Check the numbers. Heart thriving, my own right, suppliers of the comfort. Earnestly speaking, my ego is well fed. Earnestly speaking, Speaking, too feeble and no threat. See like a hurricane. You're a mild breeze. speaking, Eli Adidas,
1: All right, welcome to the listen to Earnestly Speaking podcast. I'm your host, Ernest E.J. Christian of NJC Cause we never stop. On the line with me today, this is our first installment this year of the Student of the Game Report. My man Kyle Nash, aka Student of the Game. Kyle F. and Nash. What's up, baby?
3: Hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm I'm, I'm a little sick. I'm playing a bit hurt. I, I, I may or may not be able to attribute this illness to whatever it was that happened last week where somebody was talking about the Titans being a top 10 team in the NFL. <laughs> I had to take a shot at that because somebody you could do that. Listen to it. Uh, I know it wasn't you, EJ. You know, as much as I make fun of you about having to stick to basketball, but I might have to blame somebody for making me sick having heard that.
1: Well, Just I say. mean, you heard the podcast me and my boy Zach the last week, obviously, and you you saw that I, I flipped out when he said that. So, I mean, that I, yeah. the, the Titans, and then you see what they did against Cleveland this weekend. That was almost like, that was like almost luck of the week. To be honest with you, Cleveland won that game at home. <laughs> like seriously, like and, and every idiot. Like pretty much oversold a Marriott after week one. Like, dude, he might be good going forward, but chill with the proclamations about him being better than Jameis out the gate. And I, I think all that stuff in week one was more so people like wanting Jameis to fail and using every narrative possible to to bury the kid.
3: But let le- let me ask you let me ask you this question: yeah. Is just a tribute to knee jerking after one week, let alone two, which I'm sure we'll get oh, into yeah. later. What's the bigger number? The number of people that dropped Mariota after last week in fantasy football or the number of people who picked up Jameis Winston last week in fantasy football?
1: Ooh, good question. I'm going to go <laughs> drop Mariota.
3: Probably me too, but, uh, you know, the fact that you have to think about the answer is just a tribute to the need that.
1: Yeah, and to- only that, why is after two weeks, eat those guys even on your fantasy rosters to begin with? Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess now with the Drew Reese injuries and, you know, Romo and Cutler, I guess you, you have to consider it now a little bit. But still, I don't know. Uh, I- anyway, I don't know. Speaking of injuries, Dallas Cowboys, man. Now, to be fair, the 2-0, they're doing, they're doing the thing. Uh, They lose Dez week one. He's out for now we're here in 10, 12 weeks. And then Tony Romo gets hurt as the Eagles. And he's out now. We're hearing eight weeks. No surgery needed. The 2-0, and the teams that were supposed to, and I use supposed to in quotations, you know, fire the laser, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the teams that, that were supposed to compete in the NFC East with them are the teams that are dead last in the division. The Redskins are the most stable team right now in the NFC East, the, as, as I sit here today. Really? <laughs>
3: really, car- Kyle? Be careful with that adjective. I'm not going to go exactly- that far. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Ricky Lake called and said that she wouldn't even have them on her show. There, there's a drop for some of our some people our age. Some nice R- Ricky Lake. But, but
1: think there. about yeah, Ricky Lake. I, I used to have a crush on Ricky Lake back in the day. I, I can see it. Yeah. Um, Ricky Lake. That's what the, wow. I like that dude. You got Ricky Lake. In, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kyle, think about it seriously. Think about what all these teams are right now. Right now, as we sit here, the Skins are the most stable team right now. In the NFC East. Now, look, I still think they're going to be last place. I think they're going to fall apart anyway. But Cowboys injuries, Giants Giants rolling 10-point leads in the fourth quarter twice now. The Eagles look like they don't know what they're doing. The Skins, really, dude? The Skins?
3: Uh, okay. <laughs> let's Again, let's slow that roll uh, a little please. bit. Please. We, we asked a question earlier about what's bigger, the number of people who drop Mariota in their fantasy league and all that. I'll give you the guy who got more pickups. Than Mariota did drops after week one. And that would be this running back, Matt Jones, that no one, no one heard of. I heard the name Matt Jones. I'm like, didn't he play for the Jags and fail after being, you know, having all these drug issues? I, but yeah, no, not that not guy. That, not that guy. Completely different. Matt Jones, who takes off and just destroys, destroys the Rams, who had stymied Marshawn Lynch the previous week. What the hell is this crap? I, no one could have predicted that. 23 for 27 was Kirk Cousins? Again, I'm I'm playing the role of orthopedist here. (laughs) I'm going to to settle all the strain from the knee-jerking here, okay? If that's stable, answer me this question. Why is RG3 drama still newsworthy if they're that stable? That's where I'm at.
1: Quotations. (laughs) Yeah. Stable in quotations. Um, yeah. But I guess the question to be asking here is, can the Cowboys survive without Romo and Dez? I mean, given the, and I gave you the timetables, Um, what games they're supposed to miss, how many games are supposed to miss Um, from this point right. on. um, We're looking at Romo being back in mid-November. We're looking at Dez being back in December, obviously, if he's even able to go. And, and I knew, and it's funny, that, that injury I knew was more serious than that was let on early on because it's the same injury Kevin Durant suffered in, with OKC back in January, right. and he missed right. the rest of the season, so, you know, I knew right. it wasn't one of those things where he could just come back and turn it around.
3: Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll say this much. Okay, I, I'm going to give an answer because I'm not going to be one of these people who's scared to give an answer, but, um, you know, I'll have a more thought-out answer before I go on the student-of-the-game Monday night and, and and do my thing there, because I want to see Brandon Wheaton in a full game before I assess. <coughs> However, that O-line Can we, okay, can we start remembering and realizing back in 2012's preseason when I pointed out to everybody that DeMarco Murray had a few big games against weaker teams and was able to run the football there and look impressive enough to stay around. Then this O-line got in place, and he blew up. And when Dallas said, look, we're not paying you that, whoever made that decision, and I doubt it was Jerry Jones, but if it was him props or whatever, Um. Whoever made that decision was apparently in my camp because all we saw was negative rushing yardage at one point by the Eagles against the Cowboys defense. But if that defense holds up, if that O-line is what it is, you got a good tight end in Jason Witten. He used to be great, but hey, Jason Witten at 80% is still pretty badass at his age. Tarek Williams, Paul Beasley, they're not great, but they're good enough. You have a situation... That is Seattle minus Marshawn Lynch, pretty much. And I'm not trying to say that that Russell Wilson isn't better than Brandon Whedon. I'm not that uh-huh, much of a hater.
2: Uh-huh.
3: But <laughs> what I am saying is they have runners that are, that are talented enough to move the football necessary, you know, to get three yards a carry in order to get the first down, and then every now and then beat you with a pass. And all they have to do is control the clock. Brandon Whedon has to only be a game manager. This is the kind of stuff that got Ben Roethlisberger to a Super Bowl as a youth. Granted, far better receivers in that core, but it's that concept. That's true.
1: That's very true. You know, that's where I am. Hell,
3: it got got Alex Smith to the playoffs most recently. mm -hmm.
1: Okay, and this is when you look at the schedule for the Cowboys. Here's the next eight. Okay, first off, before I get the schedule, I thought they could survive while Dez. Not yeah. not that's not insult to Dez, but I, I think Terrence right. Williams is good enough. I think Cole you know, Cole Beasley is good enough Jason Witten. And he got Romo, who I think is the top a top five score oh. in the league. So they got Romo. My yeah. my dude Romo, who I love, and I've been I've been a fan of Romo since since, since day one, since 06. oh six. All right. Uh you look at the schedule. This is what it's gonna come to play. They they have Atlanta this week at home. Then at New Orleans, who's a a they're, they're terrible. And it may not even have Drew Brees for that game. The Patriots game, obviously, that's going to go to New England. That's New England there. (laughs) Uh, Then at New York, which we don't know how good the Giants are going to be by this time. The Giants have shown that they can compete, and then they fall apart. Uh, Seattle, Philly, Tampa, and Miami, Um, and those are eight weeks there that Romo should be gone. Right, I can see four wins, three, four wins there in that bunch. That puts them at about six and four-ish, around there. Yeah, And in that division, correct. given what we see right now, they might still be in first place in November. Uh,
3: okay. So you're making it a numbers game, which is the right thing to right. do. Remember, the number of wins to win this division, 10 will do. It.
1: Oh, 10's tens tens nuts. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah, 10 is definitely enough. If somebody else gets more than 10 in that division, I will be surprised. Oh, yeah. You know, as it was, I picked the, the 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 Eagles to be to lose the division by one game, and well, I'm looking pretty generous at this yeah. point in time. But by the time here, here's 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 the way I'll come out on it: the Falcons still have to show me that they're better than just snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. If they lose this football game, I, I, they right now I know they're only the prettiest sister of the Kardashian sisters known as the NFC South. If they lose to the Cowboys, forget it. No, n- just no respect whatsoever. No, I the agree. Can- and I'll have a whole I agree. lot of crow- no, I
1: agree with you. Knowing that, I- I- I'll say it again. Even through two weeks, and I know Carolina's two of them also Tampa got a win yeah. finally. You know, I whoever wins the South is by de- is by default. It's by default. Yeah,
3: yeah, I, I agree. I- I- and you know, just just I'll have to eat a lot of crow to, to uh, Weasel and Chris because they both picked the Panthers, and I thought they were crazy for it once Kelvin Benjamin yeah. went down, but. But I disagree.
1: They got Cam though, my boy Cam. Cam, Who? yeah,
3: Cam. <laughs> I, 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 Cam is is one of my favorite players to watch, and probably the single biggest draft miss I've ever had. I thought he was going to be terrible, wow. but I, I'll admit it to this day, wait, I'm you, happy wait, to Whoa, whoa, whoa!
1: You one of those guys? I was. Unfortunately. Oh no, we can't I, be friends anymore. I'm a. I'm Why? Well, a... no, like,
3: well, yeah, we can because I've seen the light. <laughs> I, I am. I'm in the proper <laughs> state. Yeah,
1: found, found Jesus. There. I did. I, I, and it was the new tins. No, uh, but, uh, I like new tins, by
3: the way. Fruit and cake is great. But anyway, um, I'm a lineman. It went to food. This is what happened. That's true. That's oh, true. But when it, it came, I mean, in his interviews, look, for me, I don't care how far you could throw the ball. I don't care how hard you could throw the ball. Hell, Chad Pennington made it to a playoff game in, in, in Miami. I'm just oh, saying
1: Chad Pennington. Ah, I missed that guy.
3: Chad Pennington schmack right there. No, you have a guy. His name is Peyton Manning right now. Anyways, but. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, not not. that's so bad. That's not a that knock. He's an accuracy quarterback that's going to make the playoffs yep. as part mm-hmm. of the complete team.
1: How is that a knock?
3: He doesn't have a glass jaw like Pennington does, but no. I digress. I went there.
1: What? I shed anyway. it. Go ahead and say, it. I shed it. I shed it. <laughs> I shed it. it.
3: Uh, but, um, going to make me lose my damn point here. That oh, was. yeah. Right. The Falcons, I'm assuming the Falcons are going to win. On there, I feel like they could beat the Eagles twice unless they, you know, find a way to play some defense. Good luck with that. You know, 20, less than 20 minutes time of possession. The the, the Giants were dominated by 15 minutes of time of possession and needed two Cowboys mistakes to put the points on the board that they Uh did. They can they could easily sweep the rest of the division unless the Dolphins win this weekend, which they will not.
1: Prediction the already mm.
3: by by the by the well I, I mean yesterday I said it right nice, with it, yeah you know <clears throat> if, if the dolphin unless the dolphins win this weekend which I believe they will not mm. the dolphins by that time will be in such a low morale the Cowboys will steamroll them I, I would also predict at that point Sue may be on the bench because of injury or just what other what have yous that are taking place I mean it, it, this is this is a good ter- forming up in Miami like another situation where Philbin might lose control if he's not careful. But he, well, but he's died. done
1: there if he, if he doesn't make the playoffs. It's just, it's just that simple. Uh, like Correct. I said, I, the, the Dez thing, you know. like I said, I, I thought it could survive without Dez. Romo, though, that's another story. Agreed. So this is, this, this, this is I, when you have to manipulate like, the schedule because the Dez thing, I was willing to like say, yeah, whatever, we got Romo. Romo figured it out. Uh, not Romo. You, you have to look, you have to look at the schedule and say, okay, which teams are are lock wins or these te- you know team games that they they should be able to win even without Tony Romo. But you got Brandon Weeden. I mean, come on, Brandon Weeden.
3: Coming out of nowhere and seven for seven for seventy three with a touchdown to Ceela isn't exactly terrible. But by the same token, I get you. It's Brandon Weeden. Yeah. But we've never seen Brandon Weeden tools. We just haven't. That's just you know what I
1: love though. You know what I really love, and I and I got a lot of friends who are Cowboys fans who don't like Romo. You know who. Bitch and complain about Tony Romo what he does not does not do. Well, guess what? Now you get to now you get to see the value of your of your guy that you like to bash all the time for another eight weeks. Good luck with that, oh, buddy.
3: Hey, hey, even worse than that was was how as how the booze turned to cheers for Jake Cutler after he went down and got replaced by Jimmy Clausen, leaving the Bears in quite the pickle. They're get
1: smashed on, on it, Sunday. They, they, they're gonna get slaughtered by Seattle on Sunday. I'm telling you, slaughtered. Oh.
3: I've already picked it for my survivor. I'm thinking
1: about betting the game outright. Like, but I don't know what the spread is right now. I can't. I, I'm going to predict it tomorrow on the, on the podcast tomorrow. It's got to be at least 13 points, <laughs> at least 13 points in Seattle. So Seattle's it's Seattle's 0 2. Need the win, and Seattle's also the first home game of the year. Yeah, they're getting slaughtered. Period. I don't
3: think it'll go higher than 10, but it should be about 13. Yeah, I honestly. think you're right.
1: Um, but I th- I think the Cowboys ah, if you can pick up four wins out of there that puts a six and four in that okay, division, the, which the other
3: two divisional teams, um Miami and I, I think you mentioned the Saints in there. They're gonna win that one. There's your four wins, man.
1: It's in Miami though, this is the record.
3: I don't care. Miami fans are fickle. You know this as good as anybody else.
1: Well, well yeah, yeah.
3: The only thing Miami fans have in their in their gift shop.
1: I'm trying to be nice I, stuff that's, I, I'm well, trying to be nice Miami now because, you know, through the years I've given them crap. Not the Heat, but the Dolphins, are, for example. And I'm, you know, a lot of friends of this podcast, so Dolphins fans give me crap all the time. Oh, you always hated my team for? So, you know, I'm trying to, trying yeah, to yeah, you know. I'll, I'll, EJ, the, the group of
3: people that hate on that hate on the Dolphins the most are their own fans, dude. They have no faith fr- in anything.
1: frustrated, man. They're frustrated. Man,
3: I, hey, I talk about it in the Matchup Mania this week. It's going to oh, go out tonight. tonight? Nice. Okay. Yeah, post tonight for tomorrow, and and I, I allude to the fact that they're just not impressed with any of it. They're not happy with Tana Hill or anything, even though that's been what's bringing success. But then again, they can't stop the run, so that's a whole other problem. Well, I
1: digress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's stay in the division real quick the Eagles. What? Okay, I had an Eagles win the division this year. I, I was one of those guys that said, put Sam Bradford in Chip Kelly's system, which is v- not say flawless, but it's definitely a, a recipe for success. And they can win 11, 12 games if things go their way. Well, yeah. I'm 0 2 behind the ball. Um, I've seen one good half of Eagles football and then nothing but trash rest of the year. And I'm yeah. not, no, look, personally, not mad about it. I hate the Eagles, so I don't care. But you <laughs> have to, this is kind of bad, though. I mean, this is worse than we thought. What's going on in Philadelphia?
3: I'll put it this way. I like him to be a little bit successful for the sake of our boy, Big TJ. No, he deserves- no,
1: no, no. Find Final no. team, TJ. Sorry. I, I'm. A, I, look, the Eagles, I, I don't do that. I don't care who you are. I got I got close friends for- with Eagles fans. I don't care.
3: He, he would probably say the same thing to me if I said I'm a little easy on the Giants because you'd be like, no, nah, man, just find a different yeah, thing. We're right. yeah. probably, he would probably say the same thing. So that's okay. But, man, look, you know me by now well enough. You know my grain. You know my background. You know what position I even used to play. Sure. I would tell you, ask you, what do you think? I think the problem is with the Eagles. What would you tell trenches. me? Trenches. Damn right, their guards are terrible. Trenches. I, <laughs> you, you don't see this much penetration in a porn.
1: Are you kidding <laughs> me right now? Wow. Come on That was pretty terrible, wasn't it? Well, that either that or trenches.
3: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great either. But you know, <laughs> anyway. No, but seriously, those guards need some work. I mean, look. I, I get why they if 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 the guard they sent to Indianapolis is any indication, I get why they may have gotten rid of him. That's fine. But it's total calamity there. And and the Cowboys didn't even have in the game I saw uh, on this past Sunday, didn't even have Greg Hardy or Orlando McClain. And they were still just just getting just demolished. DeMarco Murray tackled just after getting the ball, there's a reason why you were at negative rushing yards at one point. They know it's coming.
1: And by the way, the it, people who I say, oh, DeMarco Murray, you know, sucks. No, it's not that he sucks. The, the line sucks.
3: Correct. I, and I never said, again, I never said DeMarco Murray was bad. I just thought he was overrated.
1: Yeah, I agree with that you statement. Know.
3: I, just like you know, I, I, yeah, it's it's that simple. I could reference other players that you're well aware of my stance on that, but there'll be plenty of time for uh, that later.
1: You want to you, you want to you wanna go there now? You can go there. Get out! Of, I, know, I know you're itching to get it out, out of your system. Come on, Kyle! Come on! Come on! Uh,
3: well, hey, here's the thing: I have film in numbers. You have a piece of metal around some dude's
1: ring or finger. I'm just I know that piece of metal feels pretty good though. Don't. <laughs> 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 and we we we, we just up. make great we just make great radio, don't we? I swear. <laughs> awesome.
3: I how can I argue with this flawless logic? <laughs> but no, I mean, Piece look, when, fix, fix the line, you'll fix the Eagles' offense. Or you could go against a team that doesn't have a good um, middle in their defense. The the Eagles might have a shot. Um, I think at this point they would be competitive with the Giants. I don't think they would beat the Giants necessarily. I think they're going to split the games. They're not going to sweep, but. The Giants is an example of a team that doesn't impress me in the middle defensively. Therefore, the Eagles have a chance. So you're saying
1: there's a chance? Yeah. Pretty much. Here's the issue with the Eagles, though. After last night, what we saw, Mm -hmm. they're in trouble because they're playing the Jets next week. And the Jets are pretty freaking good in the trenches. Trenches. I mean, if you saw any of
3: Monday night, there's your proof positive. Granted, the Colts left at least 10 points on the board, no question. Uh, uh, without, you know, with missed field goals and a fumble on the goal right. line there. Uh, that's fine. But what they did to the Colts O-line, which is about as weak as the Eagles, based on the small sample size I have, you could expect more of the same, except for the factor of ain't no way Sam Bradford better than Andy Luck.
1: Hmm. Well, that game, was, was, that game wasn't that was shocking at all. G. Stelio picked the Jets to win. I had, the, I had the Jets plus seven on the spread with a chance to win the game wasn't shocked at all. I was shocked by how dominant they looked yesterday.
3: That's, that's where I was a little confused. Yeah. I mean, well, granted, you know, Vontae Davis goes out. What does the uh, Colts secondary have after that? Very little, if anything, you know, so, so that part helped, you know, the, the Colts shooting themselves in the, uh, in the foot a few times helped. Um, there was one throw in particular, granted luck was under duress and just lays it up. In the general region of of Rivas Island, and it wasn't even T.Y. Hilton, albeit limited with a knee injury, who was the targeted receiver? It was some rookie who hasn't gotten his speed figured out yet. What would you think was going to happen there, Drew? Okay. (laughs) Maybe you got tripped up by, you know, your big, goofy beard because you're still on cable or whatever. I don't know, but (laughs) that's right. Uh, I said it. I said it. (laughs) Yeah. And hey, you know, I'm a an Drew Luck guy, but that throw was a trench. And, uh,
1: yeah. yep. and, uh, and, and so the Jets, they're, they're, they're in trouble because, the, the, not the Jets, the Eagles are in trouble because if you're going to talk about lines and trenches and having issues doing that, fixing that problem, you better fix yep. it quickly because the Jets will the Jets will beat them if, if they don't fix that problem fast. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. And they're start, they're start, so they're really starting at 0 3 this week. They really are.
3: Right. And, and, and I'll put it this way it's one thing when you have Andrew Luck and he could keep it kind of competitive by making some plays, which is exactly what he right. did. Uh, you know, that game probably should have been 20 to 17 rather than the 27 we saw. But the next most epic beard in the NFL in Ryan Fitzpatrick, that's I don't care if he's got better receivers than Luck overall. That's not going to do it.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say been, this about Fitzpatrick, oh, F- Beard Patrick, whatever we called last year. He's not obviously he's not a top fifteen quarterback in the league. That's quite obvious. No. Right. But he's at least serviceable. He's at, he can at oh, least like he's better than Brandon Weeden. I'll give him that. Okay, he can at least hold the fort down. Okay, he can steal a win here and there. You know, you run the ball, game manager. He can do all that stuff fine. And that's an, and to the Jets right now with the way they play, that's enough.
3: I'll agree with that. I mean, they too—they too are a game management style team. Frankly, when I think about their makeup, granted, I, I would expect them to have a little bit better running back core. Not that their running back core is bad, but Chris Ivory is a good, not great, kind of player. I dig him. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you have a similar makeup to the Rex Ryan Jets that made it to the AFC uh, game, um, except with—I would argue—with a better one-two punch at receiver.
1: Yeah. Although I will say too. Uh I still rather see Geno Smith, just cause just to see.
3: Well, you're talking as a fan, and I agree. The jury's still out. I'd like some, some, you know, some. I like, a, I con- like a conclusion
1: on this whole Geno Smith thing. You know, can he, do, can, he, can he, can he, be serviceable with, with receivers? Because if if Fitzpatrick can do it, I mean, Geno is not terrible enough. He's not that terrible. He's seen, well, he's seen flash. We've seen flashes of Geno, a really good Geno, actually. I don't
3: know if he's that terrible. We don't know if those flashes were just flukes because Eric Decker. We don't know. That's the, that's the truth. And I think, hey, look, I'm with you. It's a sad story when a guy gets punched in the face and it's considered an upgrade for an offense. That's 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 sad enough. <laughs> but as a fan, I too, I was in your boat, man. I wanted to see what would happen with Gino, and we didn't get that. And I don't think we ever will, not with the Jets anymore. Anyway.
1: Well, right now, the 2-0, and, and if they keep winning games, Gino's going to be on that. Pressing that bench until injury, unless injury happens, whatever. Um, right. I,
3: I I wouldn't change a thing either, frankly. Shoot.
1: By the way, I know you saw me complaining on social media last, last uh, this last week. You know, begging for basketball to come back. You know, and a lot of it has to do by Giants. And you know, you
3: barely man, you.
1: Yeah, yeah, wait. It's what it is, man. I, it's it's so frustrating. Look, I can take losses. I, trust me, we we missed the playoffs four or five years. I can take losing games. I can't take losing games when we lost the last two weeks.
3: Well, yeah, I'll give you that, and I'll lump one thing onto it, because as a 49er fan, I've been aware that my team was going to be bad in 2015. I just knew it. I accepted it as fact. Uh But because the Giants are always the man behind the curtain, and you never really know if he's the Wizard of Oz or the Scarecrow without a brain, Uh you know, it's probably more... Great analogy, by the
1: way. That's a a great analogy, Cal.
3: Hey, from the hip, (laughs) son, boom. But... uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, to, to know that, that, that you always have that dumb and dumber aspect of, so you're saying there's a chance. And and because you have that modicum of hope, where I have abandoned all of it already for the 49ers, in week one, they beat the bleep out of the Vikings and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. Sure, I knew they'd lose to the Steelers the following, that's not the point. However, you were handed a chance as a Giants fan to win a game against the Cowboys, the most hated franchise in the division that's not the Eagles, or maybe it is. I don't to me, know.
1: Me, no, I, I don't mind the Cowboys. It's the Eagles.
3: It depends on which Giants fan you're talking yeah, to. That's true. To me, the, the Redskins Eagles. might be higher ranked depending on who that's you right, talk to. But I mean, you know, it's a great rivalry division. Don't 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 get me okay. wrong. But and and then have it yanked from you because Eli's too stupid to take a sack and you lose by a point. It must be
1: infuriating. Infuriating because it's not just any quarterback. This guy has played under the, the biggest games in NFL history. Okay? Twice. He got paid
3: uh quarterback for a period of time.
1: Yes. As well. He's, he's dude this is the same guy that in the clutch against the Patriots twice has gone to Lambo Field in the playoffs and won huge games.
3: And didn't need Vinatieri to do it. He actually threw Exa- the touchdown. T-
1: yeah exactly. And I I said it Yes, say it. And yet th- that and Kyle, that's the frustration Because it's not like he's still trying to find his way and trying to get to the gold. He's been there twice and has done big things in the playoffs, not just against New England, but against the the Packers and the Cowboys and the Niners. And that happened? That? You know what I'm saying?
3: I do. Well, I see. I understand. I can't really know because the only experienced quarterback play- that played and had any success with the 49ers since I watched them was Montana. And I never had that problem.
1: Yeah. You know, and and, the, and to me, the like, closest thing it's I like, have Aw, shucks. Is,
3: is a finger is a fingertip away from going to the Super Bowl for a second year in a row. But because Richard Sherman tips it and Malcolm Smith makes an amazing play, mm-hmm. you know, that changed that kind of changed the fate of my team.
1: Eli Manning is all shuck stuff. Yep. Every time. And it, it never fails. Oh, shocks. Yep. I did it again. Mhm. That that's how it trying to
3: Spears? Did you just make Eli Manning Britney Spears? Uh,
1: not 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 knowingly or on purpose, but hey.
3: You only dropped an oops, I did it
1: again right there. Throat your heart. <laughs> your heart not mine? <laughs> Lost the game. Oops, in the game. <laughs> Okay, pop culture 101 here on Nerd Speaking Podcast. Um how much leash should be given to Tom Coughlin because now I heard a report today um on some podcast I was listening to on SoundCloud before we came on here. Um right. Ralph, Ralph Vacchio who who's the writer at either the Daily News or the Post or well, definitely a, a big writer in New York Beat writer in New York says right. that Tom Coughlin's on the hot seat. Now, that's not really news because right even the hot season got hired. Okay, number one, all right, number two, but the thing—the the thing that really I think is more significant here, and the reason why it feels like it really is so, is the fact that we heard one of the Mara's, the owners Mara, um, John Mara, come out last year and say that we need to improve greatly or change what we made after this year. So the fact that he said that and put his name on it, kind of lends more to the idea that maybe this actually may ring true, that Coughlin may indeed lose his job if the Giants don't at least get over 500 and or make the
0: playoffs.
3: Right. Uh, and so, first of all, I love the fact that as a Giants fan, you've come to accept that Coughlin probably doesn't know the difference between the hot seat and the massage chair that he has at home. Yeah. Just because it's such a constant state of being. It, it's what it is to be in New York. Um it's- being said, you know, I I, I make fun of I, I mean we joke on the on the student of the game all the time since Tony Romo is hurt now everything's going to be Tom Coughlin's fault in the NFC East. You know? Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but um, see, here's the thing, and I have to lead with this before I tell you actually answer your question. Okay. I think with the Giants. There's a lot of guys that read like, you know, you're reading the list of names like you're in Major League and you're like, who are these bleeping guys in a lot of cases? Sure, you know, Prince of Makamura, you know, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Some people might still uh, remember uh, Victor Cruz. Mm -hmm. But on the whole, you know, those names are starting to fade. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean, there's another guy that's a defensive lineman who's pretty popular, but I can't quite put my finger on it.
1: Always oh, love that if I had a sound shot right now, I would use it.
3: Uh, so yeah, right. The rim, yeah, shot. rim shot. No, yeah. but I mean, it, it, honestly, I, I mean, I know you personally can name another defensive lineman, but I, I might struggle. I might have to actually look it up because they finally got rid of Kiwanuka. So <laughs> you're yeah. tired, too, I think. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah. So, I, I mean, when it comes to the Giants. They have those kind of players, but Tom Coughlin's the kind of coach that made a celebrity out of Chase Blackburn, a substitute teacher, out of a linebacker who was having to cover Rob Gronkowski, albeit injured, in a Super Bowl, and and did it successfully. That's what you get with Tom Coughlin at coach. Tom Coughlin has morphed his, his style in such a way to where it started out drama with Strahan, to molding it into something different, where you got two Super Bowls out of a team that had no business being there beyond in the trenches, and lo and behold, you get cut clutch play, and just all sorts of craziness that went for a pretty good team actually. That seven you
1: know? team, I swear that that if you could, as a Giant fan and knowing and because I remember that entire year, not just the, you know the run, but the entire year and how that year right. went for the Giants. Right out of all my sports teams, I have cheer for individual championship teams. You know, individual years. That's got to be my, like, my number one, number two uh, favorite team of all time.
3: Yeah, I I can't fret on that. That 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 would. I mean, I'm not a giant fan, but it makes sense. You know, uh, shoot, uh, I could go on and break that down, but oh, l- l- let's let's try to keep this from being a complete car wreck. So, Coughlin is 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 like he's regularly, you know, in that eight and eight area with record with the Giants. But I think it's in spite of that roster. I, I think they're a mediocre team that's anchored down by, uh, by Manning's contract, and they haven't found the new class of guys to fill that void yet because the places where the, that Super Bowl team was successful, EJ, are the places where you could get away with skimping salary in, in a lot of spots. That O-line, for example, a lot of teams don't pay big money for O-line except for maybe a left tackle. Same thing with the defensive linemen. You had two big names and a lot of badass rookies coming in. You know, Jason Pierre-Paul Pierre was up and, uh, up and coming. Alford was an excellent That's tackle who was just a rookie, you know. And they haven't found that new class or haven't gotten them to that point. And if you get rid of Coughlin, whoever comes in next, the chances of them having that same success with them, even at eight and 8 that Coughlin would, is low. I, I'm not, it's not going to be quite this bad, but the analogy I would give is the year Peyton Manning was out and the Colts won two games, and then he goes to the Broncos and has an amazing year,
1: you know. Right. But Cobb is, getting, is up there in age now. He's like 69 now. He'll be, be 70, I think, next year.
3: That's, that's the reason why um, the leash is short, is because of his age, because of the fact that his message may even start to get stale and like you said they can't ship Eli because of the contract
1: and why and why and, would you at this point be honestly because he's to me first of all you get rid of Eli Manning where, where are you going because Ryan Nassib is not it's not gonna be the answer and essentially what you're saying is you're gonna rebuild and I don't see any quarterbacks in the draft that I consider a guy uh you know consider you know franchise changers and and look at the market next year next year the market the best quarterback in the market will be Sam Bradford most likely if he if he doesn't get re up by Philadelphia so, yeah, you keep what you got and you work with it.
3: More or less, more or less. And I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying that getting rid of Eli is, is the right move, but it's it's not even on the table. Yeah, but the
1: fact that even like people are even discussing it, but a bunch of morons,
3: a bunch of morons. It's it's an ex, it's explaining, but it's explaining to the point that the plateau has been reached for the Giants. And if you're looking to make the change, all that's really left is Coughlin. So they're kind of pigeonholed into a very crappy place. The good news is they do play in a relatively sorry division. And, you know, I wouldn't rule out the Giants at this point for pulling off, you know, a division win here. Not, only that, not picking them, but it's certainly you possible. Mean, you mean to
1: win the division in general or to beat the Redskins on Thursday? Either. Okay, because I, I think with the, the Cowboys injuries opens the door for a lot of things to happen now. That's right. You know, and I mean, and well, you, I mean you have to know that, and you do all that.
3: So bad, you
1: mm-hmm. know. Um, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, this is a, will be a story. I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna follow throughout the year. Um, oh yeah. Let me ask you this: because This is close to your your home. Your you know your forte. Four words. What's wrong in Seattle?
3: <laughs> you know, and and you know, I'm gonna go right to Russell Wilson, but I'm not. Here's the okay. problem. Now, look, the numbers over the years have supported when Marshawn Lynch doesn't run the football successfully, so too do the Patriots, or the Patriots, duh, the Seahawks fail. I'm sorry, I got confused because I was thinking defending Super Bowl champions and then remembered that Pete Carroll blew it for them. (laughs) Um, So, I remember, and I, I know it's over a year ago now, but when I talked to Richard Sherman, he expressed that that team is a bunch of guys who felt like they weren't drafted as high as they should have been, and 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 you know everyone had a chip on the shoulder. Was the way he put it. So I asked him jokingly, "So this is a support group for people who who feel disrespected?" Essentially, it wasn't exactly what I said, but that was kind of the, the the vibe of the question I asked. Just trying to tell a joke. He didn't really laugh all that much. He smiled and said, "Yeah, that's pretty much it." And now the mentality is completely changed. You got guys now who are, who went from pissed off rookies to entitled statesmen. And the reason why I use the word entitled <clears throat> is how do you hold out of a contract that you have three years left on and you're still getting four and a half mil? You I mean, know, there's, that, you know, but that aside, I get why they paid Marshawn Lynch. I get why they paid Russell Wilson. I get why they paid any of the guys that they did but they're running into the problem of... of it's, it's like when a, a band that you follow gets really good and then they sold out. That's exactly the vibe you're getting in Seattle right now. It's not us against the world anymore. There's a jealousy in that place that you would assume to get in an environment that is a support group for people with chips on their shoulders. Because now the chips aren't there anymore. They have cash. They have notoriety. They have fame. They have respect in the game. And it's not us against the world anymore. It's, you know, it's Richard Sherman and the defense. Don't forget there's old Thomas Michael Bennett, Cliff Averill. Michael Bennett said it best. You can't pay all of them, you know.
1: And and, and uh, I always use it. I always use it. It's not even an analogy. This this was said before. And first of all, we can agree right right now the honeymoon's over. The honey, the, the, the feel good, the, the Seahawks, the feel good, the new kid in the block. It's, it's, it's over now. The honeymoon's over.
3: Yeah. I thought we had one more year in the honeymoon. Honestly, the, the Seattle falling apart the way they have—it's not so much that they—they're zero two. It's the fact that they're as bad as they look on offense right
1: yeah. now. Um
3: and I didn't think that would happen yet. Jimmy Graham is completely useless. I, I think the, I, I made a comment about the fact he has to learn the block, thinking that it was just a foregone conclusion that he would fit in. Apparently, that's a problem. When Luke Wilson is getting more targets than Jimmy
1: Graham, that's, true. that's a good point. Up, so, up. Uh, but that that problem could be fixed, though, right? I mean that that could be tweaked pretty quickly, right? With with the, okay, we'll make more priority go to Jimmy, and we'll you know do this here. I mean, look, I'm I'm not a film guy, so I don't, I don't know how to fix that necessarily, but that problem could, can be fixed, right? It has to be.
3: So okay, the key to getting a tight end open, for Gronk, best example. Let's go to him. People leave him open. Because they think they're about to get blocked by a guy who doesn't mess around in the trenches or in the second level. Same thing with Jason Witten. Okay? Then they're like, oh my god, I'm about to get blasted. They cringe a little bit, and then they cut to the outside. They're wide ass open. Uh-huh. Jimmy Graham is not that. Personally, I think he should have won his... Uh, He's a receiver. His, uh, yeah, he should have won his uh, his movement, his, his motion, to be labeled as a wide receiver instead of a tight end. Because that's what the hell he is. Stop joking with me. Stop. Give up lining him up at that spot. Just split him out. You want to do it every now and again just as a gimmick? That's fine. But do not put him in a role to block because he ain't going to do it. And the key to fixing that is coming to that realization. Now, does Pete Carroll have uh, enough of an ability to turn off his ego to do that?
1: I don't know. And, then, I know and, he's and up, that's but, a huge but, ego there, by the way. Pete Carroll has a huge okay. ego.
3: Trying to tell Woo! you. I mean, he's... Damn! At least I admit when I'm wrong. <laughs>
1: Huge ego. Um, you mentioned Gronk. I'm, I, in, off topic quickly. He's he's played what five years in the league,
3: something okay. like that. I'll I I feel comfortable
1: out. saying this right now. Yeah. he's the greatest tight end of all time. I feel comfortable right now in my in, right now saying that greatest greatest tight end of all time.
3: His only opposition in that. Because first of all, I, I, I'm a Gronk guy. I don't care that he plays for the Patriots. Gronk, I'm Gronk. Is a case. I, I, I hope, I hope that Gronk and and JJ Watt go in a cage fight at some point and duke it out. So I, you shut up and take my money. I would watch that mm-hmm. crap. But that's a different topic.
1: Yeah, he to me. I mean, I know we can say Tony Gonzalez and you have all these other guys in the past, and yeah, and and Gron- Kron- Hensel, but I mean, only will hurt, will hurt him as injuries. Is Gronk, as is- I, was, I was say,
3: longevity is his only weapon. But being said, among tight ends, he could play the quote-unquote Gale Sayers defense. In the time he's been on the field, what kind of amazing beep has this guy he's done? He's LeBron,
1: dude. He's, he's LeBron James. That's what he is. LeBron is soft compared to this guy, all right? Oh, this well, guy well I'm, not talking best- about, I'm not talking about, the, I'm not talking about who, who's soft. Well, the guy's huge. I'm not saying in terms of like the the effect on the game. Like You can't stop the guy.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I, I think he's Jordan-esque even. You know? I'll take it to that level Ooh. because... You actually, you know what? I, I take it back. You're right with LeBron because LeBron makes the people around him better. So it's right. And and I have said many times, you've read it in my matchup Mania. Gronk is the actual MVP for the New England Patriots. That's right. I said you it. You said it.
1: You said it, Kyle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> because look at both the games, man. The Patriots start out attacking the middle. Well, actually, against the Bills, they threw it to Gronk first outside. That failed. They did another play that was for short yardage and didn't do a whole lot. And then they tried to test Edelman long, and it didn't work. What was the next thing they did? Screw it. We'll give it to Gronk in the middle. Boom. Open that up, up Uh that can, and and Gronk went crazy. Uh Then once Buffalo started freaking out, realizing they can't stop this guy, what do they do then? They spread people out. And that's when Edelman went to work. Edelman's not my favorite receiver. I don't think he's a great receiver, but he's damn sure good enough to win a one-on-one matchup in a slant route. Any pro receiver should be if they're with their salt.
1: So I I'm hearing I'm hearing like whispers out there today. Uh-huh. That the Patriots, when you look at the schedule and how things are breaking breaking right for them, and you give and, right. and given the whole the flake gate thing that went through the entire year and the whole nine the, the anger and all that stuff it people are talking now as though they can do the old seven thing again go unbeaten that they 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 they, they think pretty much that the, the the patriots right now based on the schedule based on everything the way they looked that it's not implausible that they can go 16 0 again now i think i think it's I think it's kind of crazy but, but, yeah, but, 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 I'll never say never because they have done it before. So that's always the only things I'll, I'll I'll say. I won't go off the grid and say that that's ludicrous because they've done it before.
3: Oh no, I definitely will. They don't have enough defense to do it. They don't have enough defense to do it. And, and when when see, I'll put it this way: okay. how how Bills failed to get to to Brady in the trenches, I, I don't understand exactly. I, I okay. mean that I don't get. I'm very interested to see how the Jets game goes. No, I don't think the Jets are gonna win, but it's gonna be a closer game than people think. It's gonna be no one of these sixteen, fourteen jobbies that we've seen. Well, when we'll you have these
1: conversations right now, especially this early in the year, you look at on the to me, you look at the landmines. All on the landmines in the schedule. Okay. So here are the landmines here. I'm I'm not, they're gonna win this week because Jacksonville. That's not that's no brainer. Dallas yeah. would have been a landmine, but now Romo okay. and Des are gone. Okay. So that's that's not there. Obviously, Miami. Yeah. Both Miami games are are games you look at because it's divisional games, and Miami do play them well every year. Even the Jets games now. Now the Jets are competitive now, and even when the Jets were competitive, they were still giving them problems. So you got to at least respect Agreed. that, okay? Right. At the Giants could be an issue. Who knows? Not really. You don't think
3: so, no. no, not even a little bit. No offense. No, Mike. no, I'm say saying. I'm a... Gronk has at least three touchdowns in that game, and probably goes for about 200 yards.
1: Damn. Okay. Uh, Buffalo at home now. Nah.
3: No, I I don't think so. Um, the, it'll be another it'll be a closer game. Both teams won't combine for like eight hundred yards, but yeah, the Pats will still win that. that you know so.
1: what? You know what then? That leaves one game here on the schedule. The Broncos at Denver. So you 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 said it yourself. You give me a bunch of no's. You just give me a bunch of no's. Okay? So I so I gave you the one game now that they could be the only landmine they have the Broncos.
0: Well, <laughs>
3: Yeah, I get that, and I mean, the Broncos, too, will be a close game, but if I was asked to pick them, sure, I'd go with the Patriots first, even though the Broncos have defense. In Denver, mind you. Uh, helps, but again, doesn't change my answer. So, so, but- so, then, so
1: then 16-0 is, is not implausible, then, because but- I, gave you all, I, I just gave you all the tough games there. Philadelphia could be, I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles at home now, nah, they, they'll kill the Eagles where they're playing.
3: Because here's what you're asking me to do, EJ. You're asking me to do what Patriots fans did after the Chiefs game last year where they got spanked like red-headed stepchildren and start calling for Garoppolo. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You're doing you're doing the positive spin on that knee-jerk, and I can't do it. I can't do it. Because, like you said yourself, in the AFC East, the physics are so wonky. I say no, but you don't know. I mean, sure, it'll be just as, as amazing and disappointing at the same time as the rams losing to the skins but i can't say that that won't happen either which by the way side note parody in 2015 in this league absolutely stupid amazing football this year just on that alone two weeks
1: alone it's been a wacky two weeks i mean especially for vegas
3: (laughs) oh my god those guys must be going through mailocks like it's bro
1: i went i right now because i i've been keeping track of my all my games i picked up the spread Right now I'm right. 15 and 17 for the season.
3: That's it's tough. It's tough. Uh, uh, you, well, see, you're for, you're also forcing yourself to pick all the games. Half of betting successfully is. Well, I'm betting on the game. I'm, I'm just
1: betting with a spread just to see who I who or, where I stand in terms of yeah. these things. Because like, to me, it's, it's a lot more fun. Whether or not, whether or not you like gambling or not is, is besides the point. The spread is pretty much, gives you more nuance
3: entertainment purposes only. Yeah, no, you you you're that guy, which is why your record sucks is because you're doing it for entertainment purposes only. Anybody who's actually betting that is, isn't actually able to watch the game is because they are homeless, you know.
1: Right. I I yeah. to bet those games like all those games. I mean, the, the game I I felt the best honestly the, the game I felt best about all week long was the Jet game. Plus 7, I was proving correctly. Yeah. But I look at the schedule. I mean, to me and you're correct what you said there if the Pats lose a game or multiple games this year, I think it's going to come out of the AFC East. I agree with you 100% could, there. Could be, yeah. But I agree with if that. they go through Miami and the Jets, as the way we went to Buffalo on Sunday, you, you're asking me right now that the only positive, the only game here that's really a toss-up at best is the Denver game. Because they, they 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 play Indy at Indy. I'm sorry, they're going to kill Indy again. Oh, we sure. see in, Indy, I mean, look, everything we see in Indianapolis, I don't care. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're going to kill Indy.
3: Yeah, the Colts don't have enough right. defense.
1: So We're you're going. you're relying on the AFC East to 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 put a put a little blemish on the record. The Pats, dude, the Patriots just won't die. They won't die. Well,
3: well, and I'll say this too: don't necessarily give up losing to the Bills either, because I don't believe At home. the next time. I don't believe it when the Bills go into Foxborough, they'll be giving up 140 yards in penalties but at Foxborough.
1: I mean, if Foxborough is done
3: now. Dude, the, you've seen some silly things happen at Foxborough. In in earnest, the Patriots are one of those teams that them being at home only, when I'm picking games at least, only slightly changes the model. It's like the exact opposite it's, of the, sea, the that's Seahawks, very true, true.
1: Okay, quickly before you go. Um, I want to go through this real quickly. Um, panic meter. It's only week two, but I, I picked out five teams here that, um, that are either 0-2 or 1-1. But because of narrative, because of expectations, there are teams on my radar I want, I want to talk about quickly. Okay? Yep. The first team Seahawks. Panic meter 1-10. Seattle Seahawks 0-2. Panic meter 1-10.
3: Three.
1: Okay. Simply because
3: the division is not half as bad as, or half as good as it used to be. And, uh, come on, guys! Look, things will get shorn up. It's drama there right now. They'll kiss and hug, and it'll be great.
1: And I, and I think the schedule the schedule works out pretty good. I think I went through the schedule last night. The next the next six games.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, they opened tough. They they opened up against a tough, couple couple of tough games there. Definitely, don't,
1: don't get some wins out of there. I, I, I'm, I'm at a four actually, but because oh, because of Cam. Okay, the Dolphins one-one one. lose a game they shouldn't have lost. They haven't, they haven't even looked good all year long. One-one um, one Dolphins. meter.
3: Um, I'm gonna say three for now but when they lose to the bills it's gonna jump to six
1: I'm gonna go higher i'm gonna go I'm gonna go seven um see
3: that's because you'
1: near Miami and you're already feeling
3: it they're probably all already at nine and a half
1: because <laughs> well living out here hurt one I one that that's the big deal but what was my whole thing I was saying all before the year started and you you on this you on the, the kickoff show a couple weeks ago The Dolphins yeah. cannot go worse than five and one four and two to start the year they, they already yeah. exhausted a game they should have won, okay? Okay, Great. number two, you're telling me you want to be big time. You're, you're telling me the Dolphins, you, this is a new team, new era, and then you lose to the Jaguars,
3: you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, moreover, you, you you get a guy that's getting paid more than J.J. Watt, whether you should be or not is a different yeah. topic, and your run defense is terrible. What the hell is that?
1: Ridiculous. Um I got a seven here for the Dolphins. And they yeah, they and they might lose that Buffalo game on Sunday.
3: When they lose the Buffalo game, I have it at a six instead of mm-hmm. a seven.
1: If they lose a the Buffalo, it's going to the ten. Just saying. But
3: Joe Philbin's panic meter should be at like 13 Oh
1: yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, the Eagles zero two. Uh like I said, we saw one good half against Atlanta last week and then everything else has been trash. Eagles one oh and two, panic meter at what?
3: Eight. Just because they're broken in so many places. It just starts with that O line. That's just the first step. Then, once if you get the O line right, then Bradford has to gel in the system, which he obviously has not yet. He he looks like a little league kid pitching in his first game for Christ's sake. Sometimes that defense is getting worn and run ragged. I mean, it, it, not that every team is going to go out and dominate time of possession by 20 minutes like the Cowboys did against them, but no defense is going to survive that. And and it, 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 there's not one magic pill that they can fix, and Chip Kelly did roll the dice. I respect it, but he's going to get slaughtered for it coming in the season. I'm going to go
1: five because they played in the NFC East, but they're to be True. concerned because of the fact that what they want to do, they can't do. The trenches is atrocious, and... Yep. W- even if we thought they struck out the gate, it's worse than we thought, way worse than we thought. It's it's not even – it's a mess, and you can tell. You don't have to be a football fan to know this.
3: Being said, though, GMs of teams that need defensive improvements like the Chargers or something like that, check that uh, linebacker core because you'll be able to get linebackers out of there cheap because their numbers aren't going to look good as they should playing defense under that coach. Right.
1: Okay, two more teams here. The Indianapolis Colts also 0-2, lose the Buffalo, lose the Jets last, uh, yeah, last night on my night football. Panic meter for the Colts at? Two. Okay.
3: If you saw, they be- they beat themselves as much as the Jets beat and give them back 10 points. They're still trying to get an offensive line to gel, and that is the only problem because you got, even, even with a knee injury, T.Y. Hilton's able to do some stuff. Andre Johnson hasn't found his groove yet. I'm fairly certain he will, but that's okay because, what, Moncrief and some of these other receivers I've never even heard of until Monday night are looking better than they should because they're getting thrown to by Andrew Luck. Sound familiar? Hinton hint. Peyton yep, Manning. Yep, no, yep, no? yep, yep, yep. Oh. Uh, um, they never have a defense, so I'm not even going to bring that up. But, yeah, it, it, they the, the amount of rotation they've had at every spot on that line except for the left tackle spot is the concern. They're going to play against the Titans. It'll be a tune-up game. They'll win that. They'll move on.
1: Okay, I'm gonna,
3: J- Andrew, it's Andrew Luck's turn to give the relaxed speech that Rodgers gave yeah, last
1: year. I'm gonna, and, and because that, I'm, I'm gonna go one now. Two part answer. Okay. If you talk about them being a AFC, you know, title contender, no, they're not a contender. They, they, oh, they're they're see- not as good as Denver. They're not as good as New England, obviously. And I don't think it's as good as Pittsburgh. To be honest with you. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one. But they play in the South. They'll still sweep the division, I think. And there you go. At worst if I wanted to do this year. At worst. So
3: strong
2: yep. take.
1: And the last okay. team, and this team is kind of on the radar a little bit now. The 0 two, but no one talks about it right now. The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Um
3: I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you, EJ. Hey, my- that that's the O and two that confuses me the yeah. most. Yeah. And Ky- As much fun as I make of Joe Flacco, I don't know what to make Kyle. of Kyle.
1: This, this is my AFC title game prediction. Ravens and Patriots.
3: Well, I'm going to put that under a you problem, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
1: It, it is a me problem, yes. It's <laughs> early, though. But
3: I tried to warn you about Flacco, but you just wouldn't listen, mm-hmm. man. You and Ziccarelli, man. Both you guys just won't listen to me about uh, Flacco's about like Flacco. Eli.
1: I think that's what it is. I, the, the attraction of Flacco's like Eli. Would you agree with that, though?
3: It, it, they're pretty close.
1: Right. They're
3: pretty close. Yeah. Pe- I think Eli had more to do with his Super Bowl wins, but I digress. Thank you. At least, at um, least, somebody, at
1: least somebody missed that. Come on. Okay, <coughs> so Ravens' pant meter should be where?
3: Oh, gosh. Because the rest of their schedule is what it is, because they still have to face the Bengals twice, the Steelers twice, and they'll beat the Browns, but maybe, you know, uh, they should be at a six yes. just because they're in a more difficult I like, surrounding. I,
1: I'm the same way, too, because they're behind the ball. Cincinnati's has been sneaky good this year, 2-0. and Um... You know, Pittsburgh is going to get their guys back. You know, we, we saw Pittsburgh. And even even the Steelers lost to the Patriots. I felt like they, even though they didn't play that well, I felt like they could have still won that game just because of the fact they lost six points on oh, the yeah. ball, six points in the ball. Bo- they
3: 13 points on the field, yeah, yeah, DJ. Yeah,
1: and I think Pittsburgh is, is that team now, I think, is going to be to, to look out for in the AFC this year that can spoil the party. Um, uh, Baltimore, because of the division they're playing, they're behind the ball already. You know, behind Cincinnati, two games already. Pittsburgh's be yep. good this year, so you're asking for the, the the North, which could happen again, to take three teams in. It did it happen last year? But this year's AFC is a little bit yep. better than it was last year, I think. Um,
3: I, I didn't predict it to happen, but you know, it, it's it's certainly a possibility. I have the Ravens missing it by one game.
1: Yeah, but. Um, the Ravens is six. I agree with you. They have to win Week Three, or else they 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 could be done because the AFC is better this year. They K KC's. KC should have won that game with Denver. Okay, so they you know KC's better.
3: About should have, but it was a close game. Yeah, oh, come
1: on, they they gave the game to Denver. Come on now, you know. What I'm well,
3: it went to overtime. It was anybody's game. The only giveaway was the uh, fact that Jamar Ch- Charles suffered a rare fumble. That was the giveaway. Yeah. Paint Andy Peyton Manning, even though he's a quote unquote choke artist, went down and time the game up with a hell of a drive. That's true. So that was that. That game was a what? If that game ended up a tie, I'd have been happy with it because neither tie side really deserved to lose.
1: Mm-hmm. I go six also two six. Yeah. So anyway, follow my man Colin Nash on Twitter at the sotg. All all of our great work at NGGSports.com. where Bernie, we never stop. Uh, his podcast, two New Game," every Monday on the network as well. Kyle, absolutely.
3: Oh awesome yeah, sauce. Dad doing that too, d- d- drenched in it. And I'll tell you, man.
1: Y- you are you, you drenched in awesome sauce.
3: I am drenched R- in is awesome it marinade? sauce. marinade. That's right. I am. I am a fine steak, drenched in awesome sauce. Oh lord,
1: drenched in it.
3: Feels, That's for you. Feels hurts. like
1: sweat yeah. <laughs> for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: hey. You don't have G Steel here. Someone has to make those jokes. You know, G
1: Steel is a he's a mess, dude. He's a mess. He's a mess, <laughs> oh well, yeah, anyway, great job, there, brother, oh yeah, man.
3: Lots of fun. <laughs>
2: I stood again. I I I I
3: Your season long fantasy football lineup is locked in and ready for action, but you don't have to wait till week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. Then, turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Just pick up your players, pile up the points and pick up the cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code SPREAKER to play for free for a shot at $2 million in the Week 1 Millionaire Maker. Enter SPREAKER for free entry now at DraftKings.com.
0: That's DraftKings.com. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.